Testing, testing. Testing for libraries. Testing, do we still have them? I think currently. The answer is yeah. yeah. Currently, we still have libraries. One of the things we're looking at a lot of this so much in our libraries. We seem to be heading into it. To bring everybody who's listening, everybody tune in for quickly, I'll tell you what's going on is that the library has accumulated a fair amount of money in anticipation of some expansions and some completion of the work they've got. Uh, this is not random money. They're not stowing it away. They're not lavishing it in on salaries. It's money that the taxpayers have voted. It's millages. They've collected it. They've been conservative. They've got a lot of money on hand. Well, and real quick to scab to that conservatism, it's something that as any person familiar with economics knows, makes our communities more valuable and therefore your properties more <laughs> valuable. A <laughs> library, especially a Louisiana library near your home, sure. increases your property value. Now it's on. Uh, Jacob is trying to talk in favor of libraries to people who don't understand the most obvious facts, which you just stated one of. Libraries mm -hmm. make property values go up. Libraries make people smarter. Libraries build community relations. Libraries make your community make more money. The, yeah, libraries are good. Libraries are like fertile ground where seeds are already planted. You just got to maintain a little water. Mm -hmm. The move afoot to take this money is because they have a lot. And during the uh, drag queen drama that everybody got all worked up over, people started to attack the library. And in doing that attack, the fact they had all this money on hand became a public issue as opposed to something that's been there and has grown over time in line with their plans and their growth. They made a point, they being people who were against everything, made a point to say, look, that's too much money. Let's do something to get a hold of that money. They started looking because they were upset about gays using the library. They lost that in court, and now they were attacking them on another tactic. It sounds good. On the flip side of all that is, what the heck does the library need that kind of money for, man? If we take that money from them, are they going to close any? No, they're just not going to build any more. Are they going to have less services? No, they're just not going to have any more. Well, we've got enough now. That's the other argument. Half of what I just said is baloney. Yeah, of course. And, and Well, not of course. People out there listening think that. Uh, All right, but, but but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening to what you're saying, and it's as if you it's it's, it's as if it's a, a vindictive move. I'm adding the sound of a vindictive move into the dialogue, and the people who are writing press releases start off kind of like Trump does. I didn't collude with them, and if I did, it wasn't a crime. They're saying. This is not vindictive, and if it was, it wouldn't be vindictive. We're doing this for the good of all mankind. I think it's vindictive. I guarantee you mm -hmm. it's exposed during uh, aggressive and vindictive actions is where they got into this point of pain for the library. Trust me, if the library wasn't uh, sitting on a barrel of cash, they would have found that there's a book that got checked out to a minor that makes them dealers in pornography and attacked them for that. I can't believe you even said it. Might put the idea <laughs> in their head now. Now they, my question, my question is, my question is, now that this money has been redirected, but it hasn't. Not yet. That's the whole point. No. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, let that's me let me now. say yeah. right. The yeah. discussion for this money to be redirected. Yeah. Um, does it does it minimize? The library, the library's accessibility to the to the the drag community. Uh, well, no, no, they, it, no it, it's the courts have pretty much slapped down the people of understanding that 
free speech and rights happen. A library is a public forum. Mm -hmm. You can't prohibit a group based on certain beliefs. Being a drag queen is one of them. You just can't do it. They understand that now. Whether the drag queens come back or not will be in a whole nother drama for everybody. Um, this money, there's no tit for tat in the law or anything. Mm -hmm. The drag queens are going to show up whether these people lose, the library loses this money or not. It's being put, hopefully it'll yeah, the, be the put question, to a, The question is, are the lawnmowers <laughs> going to show up? Are the plumbers going to show up? This is the kind of stuff that, yeah, they'll be able to operate for a little while and then then maintenance is going to suffer. There are three different millages that fund the libraries in this particular parish. We were talking before we went live about Louisiana's stellar library constellation. We have the best libraries in the country. We, you know, we usually were 50th or 49th fighting with Mississippi for worst on any given list. Hey, man, Alabama gets one, some props for last. <laughs> yeah, Alabama too. Or, or, or let's talk about Georgia that... Uh, incarcerated oh, yeah. their governor <laughs> but but uh, uh, uh anyway the point is that libraries are sweet <laughs> yes and if you have them you're more likely to get smart and have a better job and contribute more to the economy like i i don't know i i, I just don't understand why conservatives seem to want to wear ignorance on their vest like, like, why are you so proud of ignorance? That, that, that seems to be, you know, conservatism used to not be. It used to be a real thing. It was logical and well we thought out and could be justified in humanity. But I, now I it's just it's, vengeance and, and defense. I think it's because it got all yeah, uh, everything yeah. that it could hope it's for. Been, conservatism has won in America. It is the ethos. Now, it's not really an ethos anymore. It's just this, yes, this, this thing kind of that you our use for position. Yeah. Well, going back to the library, because I, what I'm what I'm thinking about, and, and I don't want to sound that and I'm a, that I'm in opposition of um, the drag community, because I believe in first, you know, the First Amendment. You, you know? better. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, I'm, I'm, we we using terms like ignorance. However, I think that there. Because because of what the society has been rooted in in terms of the opposition of of gay people, that that you have a certain group or uh, uh, generation that is, is that is constantly evolving um, to accept mm -hmm. to accept that now now I want to say this that some people take you know serious measures uh, to prevent that lifestyle from. It, Coexisting mm -hmm. in their environment, such Lots as of, a lot of violence around it. Sure. Yeah, such as we. I mean, again, just only speculating that the you know the funds is being misdirected, or, or, or not misdirected, but redirected somewhere else <clears throat> because of the you know the mm -hmm. issue with the drag queens in the library. Um, I don't want to take the position to say because I, I'm a person, and again, my name's Shahid. I, I'm I'm evolving. In terms of is acceptance, you know, acceptance in in, in in coexisting in an environment that I have control of. Yeah. You know, yeah. that I personally have control of. Good point. You know, uh, uh, so I don't want to say, is I don't want to appear that I'm ignorant, 
But I want to use terms like Obama has used. Uh, I'm evolving, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not referring to the ignorance that one could claim for someone who has, you know, uh, outmoded ideas about sexuality. I'm talking about the ignorance of the base economic fact that libraries provide yeah, the real value. The consequences of hurting a library are bigger than most people understand, regardless of... Why, if you hurt a library, there's damage beyond the four walls. I agree. Lots of it. And mm-hmm. if you have a thriving library, then all kinds of good things happen. And people who, particularly in our library, I go there a lot just because it's a great environment and they have information I want and stuff to do. But they publish a list of activities and learning opportunities that mm-hmm. is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's like button-busting proud of my community to put this on, and it's all done in our library. Yeah. Frequently, you go in there, you can't get a computer because they're all full of people, and they're, you look at them, they're looking at help wanted, uh, some of them are corresponding with their families. This is, to me, I'm a big fan of the library, and I'll just say, short of fire protection, I would say the library might be the, the cop's fire protection in libraries could be the most in a, in, a, yeah. in a maybe a newspaper but a library properly handled could be a source of news as well if it's mm-hmm. distributed differently you know I, that's how important libraries are to me i don't want anybody taking anything from them but to play the devil's advocate they got a lot of money yeah they got a lot yeah. of money. not that much money man not when it comes to drainage i mean what we i mean if you really want well they're not going to do many ditches that's true yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that's a, infrastructure. But symbolic we're talking act, about right. a building and maintenance and, and symbolic a staff. acts. Yeah, you know, it's it's just nothing compared to the money that if we wanted to throw money at drainage in this parish, like we obviously should. Should yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, let's just pave more. We want more car lots. Uh, I, I think that uh, for the most part, when when I when I hear this kind of uh, conversation, it just reminds me of the ways that we have the technology we have to uh help ourselves in the long run you know that greek proverb uh, old men uh or rather a society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they shall never live to enjoy yeah. and, and, but you know it's we had share the same facebook feed apparently <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah i read yeah. that this morning i think my mom shared that yeah, yeah. But, but but the point being uh you know there are things we can do that we did that the u.s did that has put us in a position where now we can say oh we don't need these things these are obviously uh uh, ancillary and unnecessary and they forget that it's literally how we got here but it's the same sort of uh mindset that leads people to flaunt experts and expertise as though you know i don't know if you've seen this in pop culture, but it's just this like, basically that experts are bullshit. That you know that oh I can you know know anything that an ex- I'll read a book and I'll know. Well, yeah, what that's they part know. of the problem with communications and media these days that everybody's an expert and nobody's got any validity anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. when the actual yeah. experts are the same volume and the same size on the TV and. Well, the people on TV that are influencing our social consciousness that the the people on TV determine how. We look at each other. They determine how we vote. They determine all this stuff. And it's about maybe across the big networks, there may be 50 of them, 45 of them are white, 
Mm-hmm. 35 of those are blonde women that have big tits. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's what they are. And then all of them, almost to a person, out of the, out of the 50 of them, 45 of them are ideologically driven and, and transparently so. There's no... There's, the, and this is not necessarily news people. These are social influencers, the big talk show host guys, the newsreader guys, those people who sit behind a news desk but say, I'm not a journalist, this is an opinion, bomb Iran because it's full of people who want to rape your daughter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the consumers can't separate all that. Mm-hmm. They see a guy behind a news desk saying, Israelis want to rape my daughter, therefore i got to shoot one of them. Yeah, so man, that, we really... There's nobody in charge anymore. There are no the experts. We screwed the pooch with Reagan and getting rid of the uh, equal time. What, what was the name Fairness of the act? Doctrine. Fairness Doctrine, yeah. which uh, if those listeners who don't know, essentially, uh, so the airwaves are owned by the... They're over the U.S., you know, they're <laughs> the U.S. airwaves. And so a deal was struck, you know, seven decades ago, whatever, uh, where... The back when a billion dollars could buy you a politician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back before a politician was five hundred dollars. Uh, so you would uh, rather uh, ABC, NBC, and CBS would instead of paying royalties to the FCC or whatever entity existed at the time, they provided an hour of uh, what, what was the word? Uh, you know, as as unbiased. An hour of news. Well, you get you could, get fair time, equal response. You, that's you right. The, yeah, if if yeah, you yeah. said something, you know, if you had a yeah, person get equal on time. That's why, a, after the State of the Union, they let some other doofus stand up from the other party and say, oh, "We don't believe a word why, he no, said." That's well, that's why it started. The, everybody gets the yeah yeah. You get to respond to what is said about you, et cetera, et cetera. So oh, the fairness yeah. doctrine tried to say. Remember something Bobby like Jindal with the. Vol- something called volcano monitoring. Yeah. Bobby, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we definitely don't need that, Jindal. Bobby Jindal left his mark, and we're still bearing the marks of that one. Oh, That's right. That boy was not right in the head, and a lot of people lined up with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny to see uh, conservatives now throw him under the bus when they voted for him raptly twice. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, for me, it just all boils down to the the, the thing uh, Washington talked about in his farewell address. It's It's this factional thinking. We allow parties to dominate the narrative and the dialogue and so it's this black and white zero-sum horse race and it doesn't do anybody a lick of good it's just uh it's just uh heat like dan carlin talks about it's a heat rather than light it's providing friction but it's not giving us any illumination well people lean against something that pushes them that's what this Mm. is that's why all this is working people are easy to provoke you lean against something that easy pushes you. Easy to lead. You. Easy to lead. Built, built-in physiological responses to threats. Yeah. And it's lots of you've read all this. It's a lot of science lately that that people who whose cortexes fire off and their hypothalamuses dull down, lean left politically or lean right. And, uh. that, and if if your hypothalamus does this, you're not afraid of a rhinoceros and this and that. And they put all this stuff <laughs> yeah. together with how your brain responds to stimuli. It, it does feel and, like uh, the, the right well, it espouses comes, cowardly beliefs. It, well, it, it does come down, and this is all, I hate to use the word, science. It's provable. There's measures. There's even charts, believe it or not, that show you very clearly how this stuff happens. And, and this is exactly why we're in such trouble, because now... 
we know the system that gets through to people's brains. We know how to make them yeah. think. Mm-hmm. It, the the re, the origin of real high quality propaganda started back in in World War One. A guy whose name I used to know, yeah. Bernays, Bernays, something like that. Something like that. He basically created. He wrote a book that says how to make people line up and do it. <laughs> then Goebbels wrote a couple of books and on and on. And it's very straightforward, and they've refined it a lot yeah. from the early days. And it. How fast you speak, how big a word you use, how mm-hmm. often you take a break. Mm-hmm. But give them a little fear, give them a little optimism, show them that you can help them. And pretty soon you're like guppies coming up there and eating whatever you throw in the water. Well, it's the weak. That, that's the thing that. It's not necessarily the weak. It's the how they are. That's how they keep oh, the no, gene no. pool for your tribe alive. They don't go to battle, they hide. No, I agree. So but they're what, there what to I reproduce. Mean, the I, chicken I mean, shits. That the people that are most susceptible to that message are the people who have powerless. Uh, have no ability to, to affect their lives. Yeah, you know, they yeah. Have these well, they've they've given up. They've given up the independent thinking. They they haven't individualized their own thinking. They haven't become self aware. Mm. They they. It's much easier to be a consumer of information than it is to think and put your own thoughts together. Yeah, I that's mean, true. You know that. Uh, I know it's true because I do most consuming. I don't do a lot of creation. Well, it's. Um, we're in dangerous times, and for the reason that we're in dangerous times is, in addition to the upheaval and the nutty president, is that we've we've <laughs> kind of reached a point where it's not artificial intelligence, but people know how to use the means of communication to get to your brain very, very surgically. You see and the thing today where the, uh, the one of the networks, the uh, right-wing homeschool parents use as... Uh, Curricula, uh-huh. it's it's a it's a Russian thing. It's actually a Russian company that the U.S. government has sanctioned. Sure, and you know it's just it's more of those, oh, yeah. those kids young thinking oh, yeah. dumb, oh, fearful yeah. shit. And they're teaching them just crazy kinds of things, you know, like cavemen rode volcano or, or dinosaurs <laughs> through volcanoes to come out and. On and what, on, but, which uh, part of that is crazy? <laughs> caveman on dinosaur, man. <laughs> yeah. Caveman on caveman is cuckoo enough. No, caveman on, on dinosaur caveman. is kiki. Trust me, the right doesn't want you to know, but caveman on caveman was a big thing. Oh heck yeah! That's why you don't have any more cavemen. If there was, <laughs> there'd be cavemen all over the place if it was. Uh, if it was a thing, man. That's fun. Oh, it's not fun at all. It's terrible. <laughs> Go straight to hell. I can't believe I said it. <laughs> All right. What else do we want to talk about besides whatever we started on? Because I think we left that a while back. <laughs> whatever, so, Shahid. What would you like to talk about? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there's so much going on, man. There's so much to touch upon. Um, you know what you think about um, Trump canceling on a military jet for uh, Pelosi, man? What you <laughs> oh, think man. about? I that? love it. And I, I mean, you, I, you, I, I think it's. I am the kind of guy, and I'll admit it. I if there's if there's like I'm, I'm out on downtown alive or something and there's a girl fight I stand there yelling go 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 I like that kind of stuff and this yeah. is like it's not like a girl fight it's more like a playground fight between two little fifth graders and mm-hmm. and they're both willing to get the crap beat out of them to prove how tough they are yeah. and you know this is just punch one punch two and I like it the fact that he he's playing back with whatever chicken shit rules he can and this is. This is as childish as you can get at this point. You know, he's yeah. called her a poo-poo head and everything else. What worse is that? Well, she finally had a line today that I, I thought maybe they'll use, you know, his weaknesses in their rhetoric, uh, which they seem to be unable to do. And she said that 
uh, maybe he just doesn't like to pay people who work, because you know that that's a big history that you know there he's. He's put tons of families into bankruptcy oh, yeah. by oh, not yeah. paying them for services. Oh, he thinks nothing to that, and he scoops them up on the old retail market. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. the that's the really uh, unforgivable thing about what the media, you know, how the media uh, declined to do its job there in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election by treating him as anything more than a con man and business failure. You know, you know, you ask I ask conservatives. This is my new thing. I say, do you think? that Exxon or Mac or ABC or any of these GM, you think any of them would ever offer Trump a job as CEO? Do you oh, think I he could think work he, at a no, real company? No, he couldn't get a job in he the real world at all. No, uh-uh, not at all. Well, he could work in a copy room. Uh, no, he could not. No. Well, no. not in a, not a complicated nowhere. way. Nowhere but yeah. a place where he runs the show, has where lots he of can lawyers, and mouth can off. infinite money. The idea that he hasn't lost... The people around him that have maintained his companies and somehow gotten any of this done, considering what a buffoon he is, they, those are some smart people. Yeah. They're all criminals, and they, they followed his rules to stiff people, and bankruptcy meant nothing, and never mind if there's no, no sprinkler system and people die in a fire. <laughs> oh, that's immaterial. But they've managed to keep that guy under wraps and still build a giant house of cards out of bogus money, Russian money. Well, bad yeah, but, bad but that's, debt. That's and, the most and recent so. incarnation, and, and you touched on it. That's with sophisticated the level of criminality, it, man. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's a white-collar crime at its, uh, well, I wouldn't say its highest, because we, uh, we, we probably don't know about white-collar crime at its best. But, but the point is that the guy it is such a recurring failure that he was a joke you know, among the crew of The Apprentice. They all knew this. Oh, they, was, oh, well, they're every, making him look like a CEO. It was this big joke. Everybody there was doing it. In the old days, they called it camp. Let's, this is so obviously camp. over the top. Yes. Let's just do this because it's so obvious people will have to think that we're stupid enough to do it. Only forgot. now people, they forgot that this is, not over, this is now not over the top. This is Whoa. normal. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I, I, I think you're on to something because I, was, I got into it with a buddy of mine last night who sent me a video He'll send me, you know, videos of stuff he sees online. And you may have seen this. It was in North Carolina. This 51-year-old at a mall. It's only like 30 seconds of video, and he walks into this circle. But, you know, there's these girls going crazy. And he slaps a girl he or punches something? A, he pushes a girl away very hard. She, she falls. She runs back at him. And, I mean, he, like, perfectly just Man. lands. Yeah. Closed fist. She runs right into his uh, incoming fist. I heard it, but didn't She's see out. It. Yeah. And, you know, he gets charged with a misdemeanor. But so my buddy, you know, I'm like, man, what a bastard, you know. And then so then a conversation ensues where he's saying that the guy, that, it, that the guy it's was in the right. And, Who's and I saying see this? this Somebody, a lot. The right, the right. Oh is man, everybody it? on YouTube, you know. I mean, all the comments that are getting. Really, he's you know, right to hit this chick. People at home, man. It's these people in their comfortable lives on well, how, their Give devices. me the words they used to say. This is justifiable. Like uh, she oh, had a well, gun on uh, him, or they uh, were acting crazy. Uh, that the girls, yeah, exactly. That she could have had. That's a big one. It's, it's hypotheticals. Oh, she could have had a weapon. It's it's literally an eleven year old and two twelve year olds, and you have so many people coming to the defense of the adult that hits the child. And, and I just, it's it's this it's this weird ooze of fear sure. that people are surrounded mm-hmm. by alone in their homes. You know, it's like what a uh, Frank Lloyd Wright talked about. You know, uh, 
the uh, television is an invention that allows 30 million people to laugh at the same joke and all feel alone. Sure. That's a good way to put it, too. But it's way more than that now. Well, we've got a tribal mindset, and one of our tribe was hurt or attacked. This guy was attacked. He's part of our tribe. He's obviously, like me, an outcast. Therefore, we have to circle around our homeboy. Clearly, the yeah. other side provoked it. We were only hurt because something those girls did. It's like the underdog. Not because he flipped his switch, not because he's crazy, not because he's an asshole. Yeah. Those girls did something to him. Well, it, it's almost yeah. like, you know what? It feels like uh, a David and Goliath like backfire, like the, to where, <laughs> to, to where, you know. Goliath so, comes down with a foot. <laughs> that's done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got like, a pebble in my foot where you're about to hit me. <laughs> the entire yeah. biblical lineage is yeah. snuffed out. Yeah, uh, because traditionally, you know, and I go back to my conservative roots, uh, traditionally, when a man hits a woman, number one, that's mm-hmm. not acceptable. Then when a, an adult, you know, hits, I mean, you know, you might have an adult, you know, slap a kid or, you know, whatever, somebody who's acting out. When an adult, like, punches a child, okay, that's also not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so then you have both of them. It's a, it's a, ch- a girl child, and I think that it's as though the, the guy is now obviously in the wrong. Okay, he's obviously in the wrong, so obviously that you want to get on his side because he's going to get flack. You know, it's like pre, yeah, that's what, that's pre-fighting the, the flack. Okay, our, yes, sorry, yeah, then I just our, like, we're spelled gonna it out. We're going to protect our tribe, yeah. Weird, uh, man. It's a, the psychosis that is operating amongst us now is bad news. It's not good stuff at all, uh, and we're not um, we're not handling it well, societally speaking. We're yeah. letting, letting a lot of things happen that that we it, we're not smart enough. To, we're we're not capable under the democratic process of stopping them. So That's we what go it is. to the next thing, which is anarchy or a revolution or a coup or some massive correction and we reelect somebody who's sensible and then we have still have 40 percent who are under this new this new level of thinking Mm -hmm. so getting them back into the fold is not likely to happen we can at least they'll die they're gonna die they will die but they take generations to to leave that behind because they're bringing their kids up with the same yeah you're right but i just think that if we were to just there'll always be a percentage of of us who are completely nuts and willing to follow something Right yeah, now, they right. happen to be well codified, loud, and they're following a leader. They don't always have a leader, you know. It, it really, for me, it just seems like, for as advanced as we are in so many fields, and <laughs> I think I brought this up on the show. We our political technology is, you know, pre-industrial. The best thing we got is democracy. It 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 doesn't it doesn't really seem like it works all the time. No, it doesn't work all the time at all uh, for a variety <laughs> of reasons. definitely seems like it got just completely harangued and, and caught in a checkmate in the U.S. the, the last uh, few decades. Because people are easy to manipulate, democracy doesn't work necessarily the way you, it does like on it, paper. It worked better. Before, no, it almost like it worked better when we had paper. Well, like we, were, you were, we were... Before you had screens. We had more... Ubiquity um, of media. Our number of reasons to be irate or happy were fewer. <laughs> you know, the only yeah. it, you, you weren't getting pounded on by a thousand reasons to be distracted. You only got one or two, or you got Walter Cronkite and you got some other guy and some other guy. Even you know, even before TBS, the, the people 
you only believed a few things. You were Catholic right. or Jewish. Muslims didn't really. There was no Muslims when I was a kid. Not in social. <laughs> not in social society. There yeah. wasn't. There was barely any black people till I got to high school, and then they started making trouble. They got all uppity, and <laughs> but it, 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 this is true. Yes, you know yes. how, and that formed the way we voted. That's the way we think. And I came up like on the Dinah Reed show. You know, it was all peaches and cream. Everything mm -hmm. was hunky dory, uh, yeah. and then people started becoming unaware. And then I found out, you know, there are kind of the kind of people. What do you know? And it's like taking the Buddha out of the temple and showing him how the masses live. It was mm -hmm. an awakening, and mm -hmm. it, it worked for me. But right now, if you're awakening into what's being told, what's being sold, what you're being told to believe, it, it's hard to be optimistic. Mm -hmm. Wow! I don't know. I manage. <laughs> You do. You're one of those remarkable people. <laughs> you, you are. You got a good attitude. You find a way to to, uh, to make uh, lemonade out of turds or whatever it is. Yeah. You get a lot but more. Uh, you get not, a lot more uh, markup when you make lemonade. I am. Lemonade I'm not turds. as as uh, pessimistic as I talk. I think real bad things are going to happen, but I think I think it's proud of a necessary process. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not going to be good. Sorry. Uh, but stuff happens, and you just got to deal with it. And, and yeah, I, I still think that this, I don't like, it. like the, the direction we're going for how crazy it, it feels in the moment. We need to go through this. We need to realize what a catastrophe we have allowed by uh, uh, condensing so much power into one office, namely the presidency. And you know, something needs to be done. Now, now I don't know what's going to happen in the short term, but in the long term. We don't need no damn president. I don't need someone. Well, yeah, I was going to say, let's. Boss, yeah, we don't okay? need to run we it the way we're running that. it. The, the whole capitalism Hierarchy democracy structure in, is not yes, necessary. We don't know. No, it's not. And it's not the best way to roll. It's not the using the best talent. It's it, The question yeah. is, where do, you know, how do we get from there to where? And, <laughs> and you know, what's the. I keep telling you, Jacob. Put me in charge and I'll deal with all that for you. <laughs> Just tell me. As soon as I have the levers of power, I'm handing them to you, Ed. There you go. I've, I've already gotten mail addressed to High Master of the Universe. <laughs> and so once you get that kind of mail, you got to feel pretty important, right? Mm -hmm. So just if you don't ask any more questions, I will tell you the answers. To come to me, say, Ed, here's my problem, and I'll tell you the answer. And I can tell you the answer now. You want to know the answer yeah. to every problem? Please. This is truly, you just remember this, when you're, you're going, God, man, why does this happen? What's going on? This is the answer. You repeat this over in your sleep. You say to yourself, the world, the world is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the world, the is, world is fine. Fucked up. <laughs> you say that over and then you understand why people stab each other, why somebody punches an 11-year-old. The world is fucked up. You don't have to worry about it. You, you, you just know now. That actually does feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of it. You put that in, in, into your worries and your worries go away. You're just limited with that one mantra. I'm doing you a world of good. I like it. You can use that space in your brain to think of evil. <laughs> Anarchy. Anarchy, I'm into it. We'll talk about that next episode. Um, I'm in favor of talking about a new form of governance, not necessarily to overthrow this one. I'm not advocating that. But, I, uh, I am, but I was before Trump. <laughs> well, there are other things that we can do, societally speaking, and capitalism is a bogus thing. we got to fix that. Yeah, well, I, still want to go for, I still want to get a personal places. account of what it means to be Muslim in America these days and how you got there. Yeah, let's deal with that one. Dude. Yeah, we'll do that. If we get you a commit the day before we both show up, we do that next week. <laughs> it's like, let's deal with anarchy. 
Anarchy, Hun- anarchy, and Islam. That'll that'll Whoa. scare them. <laughs> theocracy. Ooh, if you say oh theocracy yeah. too, you say all those words and put that in our title, <laughs> and you're getting some listeners. I wonder if they listen, and when they listen, does that show up as a listener on your program? I think it shows because I've listened now to a few. And, I don't uh, mean just to us. Like I a, mean like it, when the NSA is listening, <laughs> you know, because they are. They want to know. They've got an agent who watches us and they're listening. Doesn't show up as a listener. Put, the, put our put our show nice here. We got his yet? salary.